0: How are we doing today my lovely listeners? whether your answer is good, bad, or maybe somewhere in between. I hope that these next few minutes provide a respite for your soul as we talk about the heart spaces. My name is Brenna and today I am joined by Emily Burton and we are chatting about the dangers of people pleasing. So this is something we all deal with. So excited to dive into this topic, so let's get started. All right, everybody, we have a special treat today. We have Emily Burton in my makeshift studio. Emily, I want you to introduce yourself to my audience. Go ahead and share a little bit about, you know, who you are, what kind of stage of life you're in, what God's doing in your life, and uh, then we'll kind of dive into this this amazing topic.
1: Cool. She says makeshift studio, but she's got some pretty cool digs here, (laughs) y'all. Good to be here. Thank you so much for having me here, inviting me on the show. Like she said, my name's Emily. I'm a 34. Fabulous year-old transplant from the flyover state of Oklahoma. Um, Moved to Chicago about uh, seven years ago to pursue a commitment that was going to be a short stint. Um, Turned into seven years. Been a bit of a whirlwind um, of life here in Chicago, but at the end of the day, God's been super faithful and very near through it all. Um, So I am grateful. Uh, Currently, I am what they call fun employed. <laughs> I
0: love that. I love that term. I'm going to use it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> nobody
1: really calls it that. I don't think. But um, unemployed by choice. I'm a nurse by profession um, and calling uh, to much degree. But recently, since an invitation from the Lord to just step away from everything, it's been, as you know, for everyone, an exhausting couple years um, with COVID, and mm-hmm. continues to be. So I had a privilege and blessing to be able to step away for a season and pursue other passions and desires. Uh, some of those being like songwriting, some poetry, spoken word stuff, yes. and trying to see how I can utilize or intertwine the nursing degree with uh, those sort of endeavors.
0: So, yeah, I love that. When I was first uh, getting to know Emily, and she, I, I read about this uh, spoken words, I was like, I'm going to have to have her back on the show and drop some drop some poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ready though. <know. laughs> Just kidding. So Emily and I, uh, when I first reached out to her because I needed her on my podcast, this woman has so much wisdom to share, so I'm <laughs> so thrilled to dive into this. And we were throwing around a couple topics. And one of the things that stood out was this topic of people pleasing and specifically the dangers that that can cause, in, you know in your 20s as you're navigating who you are, what you believe, Like I said multiple times in the show, yeah, shaping your worldview and just a lot of formation happening in this decade. Um, A huge influencing factor of that is people and their thoughts Mm -hmm. of you, their expectations of you, their desires for you, um, influencing and shaping who you are. Um, So why don't we kind of break down this idea? I know everyone's familiar with the term they've heard before, but let's kind of break down and define what people pleasing is um before we kind of dive into this and then we can sort of talk about how it's played a role in in your adult life
1: yeah for mm-hmm. sure I kind of see people pleasing well one most of the people that we're trying to please usually are well intended and often like close to us yeah um worth pleasing if you will yeah um but I I, I find it for me it's been more of like okay I have elevated <clears throat> other people's opinions and whatnot above my own so that becomes my aim or ambition in the particular trajectory of life or the decisions that I make Mm. um and it's affected many of my relationships not to mention just like my own conflict of interest with my own desires and Mm -hmm. not really being able to clearly define those or um yeah figure out kind of um are those good things worth pursuing Mm. or other people's ideas and I guess the shoulds that they have for us Uh, more valuable or more worthy of attention. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Also, I think there's a component of uh, people-pleasing that has a a tendency to put us in sort of a spiral Mm. motion Mm -hmm. um, that a lot of times, for me anyways, I confess, like a lot of the people-pleasing has been to gain something in return, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like a moral compensation. Um, Mm -hmm. I do for you, and then I have this unspoken expectation of receiving something in return, um, Mm -hmm. keyword unspoken. So Mm. often misplaced expectations, miscommunicated expectations, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. I think that's so well defined and well said. Um, and yeah, just thinking about that last point you were talking about is we please others, um, to gain from them. And I just think people pleasing, and we can sort of dive into this deeper, um, at another point in this conversation, but it has um, tendencies of like pride and manipulation sort of stand out. And whether mm-hmm. that's like intended or unintended, um, it's sort of like warps, um, I, th- I think, and I still haven't fully thought this through of like warping relationships between people in an interesting way and how maybe God um, wants us to treat other people and see oh, yeah. ourselves um, but I kind of we can sort of get into that later. But I like that last line just sort of stood out to me of like using it to for like gain or mm-hmm. for like for there's like a motive, um, ultimately like yeah, to like make us feel better or you know, whatever that is. But so so Emily, why do you think that people pleasing is such an issue? Especially like, you know, in your 20s. And I know like you being in your 30s, it's not like no, I never struggle with this yeah. and I'm together. But you know, specifically speaking to like the young adults listening, yeah, like why is people pleasing such a problem? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, that's a good question. I feel like uh, a lot of it has to do with fear, um, fear of what people might say or think, mm-hmm. fear of, ex- of like a lack of acceptance, um, mm-hmm. not wanting to ruffle any feathers and just kind of going along with the flow mm-hmm. type thing. Um, I, I, for one, have, uh, I believe, like a gift of ad- adaptability, but at the same time time um the negative aspect of that is like oh I'm so adaptable I just kind of go along with the flow and then lose myself in it all Mm -hmm. um so that's one thing Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. in that uh like not being able to recognize like what desires are truly mine Mm. and what do I truly want like what has God made me to do and to desire and what does he long to fulfill in that Mm
0: -hmm. um yeah I feel like it it's like a shift in focus like is your Mm -hmm. like people pleasing puts such a focus on man and -hmm. like those around you and like you're saying this fear of like man in a way of like okay like this is the expectation this is the desire and you're it's almost like you're not even leaving space in your brain to think about like looking up and being like well no but like what is what has God put in my heart to desire? And what has He called me to do? Because you're so like horizontal looking, you know, mm-hmm. looking here instead of like looking up. Because I experience that so much, especially as yeah. like an extrovert. I know like different aspects of people's personalities can play a role in this, but you constantly want, like, I think when we say like fear of man, it's like, um, like also this deeper desire, yeah, to be like accepted by them and mm-hmm. to love, be loved by them and to fulfill this, like, um this the expectation they have of you like okay they expect X if I do X then I will be accepted I'll be loved I'll be affirmed um and that like is a hit of dopamine because I love people and I love like feeling totally. I mean everyone loves being affirmed but yeah just like being in that um in that situation. So yeah. I just wanted to add that about fear. But there's a lot of other roots to to people pleasing. Yeah is there anything else that's yeah like-
1: well along to your point yeah. um just like uh like if we if we truly acknowledge like who we were created to be mm. um and that we lack nothing in god mm. and in christ and how he's made us um then it's kind of reminds me of like in romans 8 where it's talk where it talks about um uh like w- w- like if if god is for us who can be against us mm. it's like what do, what what does it matter what man thinks
0: yeah you know yeah why do we give them Man, so much weight. Their words, so much weight, and yeah. their opinion, so much weight in our lives. Yeah, you know? yeah. Still trying to figure yeah. all that out. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I think, yeah, I think part of it too is
1: for me personally, um, just like a, a root uh, roots rather yeah. of insecurities. Yeah. Um, and which has been, in many ways, kind of perpetuated at the hands of the people that I'm trying to please. Mm. Um, and yeah that's a hard lesson to learn with a lot of heartache and and pain involved um and it's just just the part of the battle, I guess yeah. part of the struggle, so fighting yeah. those insecurities and like really coming back to um who God has declared me and us to be,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think there's this, like, anxiety and this, like, restlessness, and I'm learning this in every aspect of my life, whether it's in the context of dating somebody or, like, my family, because a lot, like you said, a lot of times people-pleasing, it's not just, like, you're in high school and it's, like, you're trying to be, like, the cool kid. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like, people you love and you're, like, in a relationship with that you want them to be happy with, like, what you're doing with your life or this specific situation or whatever, um, so yeah, I'm learning, you know, in whatever context in my life, whether it's a dating relationship or with my family, my my source of security, like we're talking about insecurity being the root of this, I'm learning that anytime I try to find my source of security in anything other than what I was designed to find it in, mm-hmm. which is is the Lord and who He says I am, um, I am prone to all types of issues, including people pleasing. Because you're constantly trying to like feel okay with what you're doing, and you're not gonna have that peace until you're actually like f- like fulfilling the way that God's designed this whole security thing to work right yeah,
1: yeah um totally, and it all it all falls short, right? Yeah. so it's like okay, single, want to be married, mm. and then you get married, and it's just like, oh. Kind of miss some aspects of singleness, yeah. you know, or then you want kids, and either that happens or it doesn't happen. But it's just like a cycle of discontentment, yeah. Um, that and and it it is it's kind of perpetuated by mm. um, this idea of like what does society deem mm. worthwhile, you mm-hmm. know, or what does family deem worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Which I think we'll kind of talk about that a little bit later, but
0: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I know I kind of want to dive into um, this idea of like who is truly like lord over your life right like mm-hmm. I know we sort of were touching on this a little bit but yeah you know yeah like I guess sort of to like along the lines of what we're saying like who who are we trusting to like guide our lives and the decisions that we're making because if it's people pleasing then it's clearly man right like it's mm-hmm. clearly like this is the expectation. This is what—and um, I don't know if you want to get into any, like, examples or, like, struggles that you had in your 20s related to that, but—because, I mean, me and Emily both grew up in the church, um, and they think there's blessings in that. And then there's also, like, you know, struggles. And, mm-hmm. again, want to talk about that in a little bit, but— um, i i really struggle with like yeah like i know like jesus is my lord like i love him but like to practically like believe that and to like root that deep into your soul to the point that like the application is like following that belief is so hard Mm -hmm. sometimes and i think this specific topic is a reflection of that um
1: yeah that's good yeah it's 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 one thing to, to know it. It's another thing to live it out or mm-hmm. to function in that reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, ultimately, there are so many voices speaking mm. into everyone's situation, right? You have the not only the internal thoughts that drive us crazy sometimes, but externally, you know, you've got family culture and environment, societal culture, you know, ethnic culture, whatever it may be, is speaking some something into worldview and self-development. And those sort of things, so it's it, it's quite the filter, mm-hmm. um, but I think God has given us the filter mm-hmm. um, through the Holy Spirit, and like, okay, whose voice am I listening to? Whose voice am I trusting the most to lead me? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, where am I seeking that guidance and wisdom and counsel, so if not from him through prayer and his word, then and through wisdom of of those who know God mm-hmm. well um and then it's it can be a rockier road than it needs to be.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes and amen. Uh so talking about the roots, so we've kind of covered some of the main motives behind why we people please. Um can you sort of walk us through Emily what were some of the dangers or consequences you experienced or maybe arose like later in your life as a consequence of like succumbing to people pleasing, as most of us do?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think um I mean to be quite transparent uh this is uh people pleasing was has been one of those things that has for lack of a better word plagued me or mm. thorn in the flesh kind of deal mm-hmm. um for quite some time I remember just as a kid getting into scenarios situations um where you know is taken advantage of physically mm. and um by a peer mm-hmm. um and keeping that like to myself for all of my like childhood and adolescent years. Um, but then realizing like all of that, like tracing it all back. And it wasn't until I was probably, you know, like 32 maybe or so 30, 32, um, where I realized that actually like people pleasing was sort of at the root cause of, of, um, a lot of like toxicity in the Mm. relationships that I had. Um, college relationship that was um pretty toxic friendship Mm -hmm. um that just hadn't led me down a trajectory of depression suicidal Mm -hmm. ideation Mm -hmm. um that sort of thing for like four years Mm -hmm. and not really realizing not really being able to name um what was at the core of it just thinking like i'm just trying to be accepted i'm just trying Mm -hmm. to fit in here i'm trying to make this relationship work but it's coming at a cost and it was at that time coming at the cost of like my mental health and um and whatnot and and I just totally lost myself and it to the point where I was like ah, I don't even know my only escape feels uh to just like leave you know mm-hmm. and call mm-hmm. call this life quits mm-hmm. um but God, <laughs> so mm. rich in mercy, Come on. um, preserved me. Um, like he, he fought for, for me in that season of, of childhood and college. And, um, yeah. And, and I think an, another thing that, that I realized in dating later on was I was dating a real great guy, super solid man of God. Mm. Um, and he was leading the relationship in in a very, you know, pure fashion and whatnot. And and I was like, yeah, sure, like I can go along with this. Um, in my past I had compromised in in many ways. And I was like, yeah, we'll go along with this. But then I realized after the fact that I was just like, I'm actually like choosing to do right. Yeah. Because I want to just please this person. Yeah. So even like my righteousness mm-hmm. was rooted in people pleasing. Yeah. Not just my like sinful behavior.
0: Yeah, like people pleasing isn't always the action necessarily isn't always a bad action, right? So like in the context mm-hmm. of a dating relationship, him leading, not wanting to sleep or whatever, like yeah. sleep together. Okay, yeah, we're not gonna do that. Obviously, like that's how God intended relationships. Like, I mean, we've talked about this in past podcasts of you know, the good gift of sex within the context and covenant uh covenantal promise of marriage. Um, so that like action, but the motive yeah, of like motive. why yeah. and like how, how the Lord is like like I don't want your burnt offerings I want I want your heart right mm-hmm. it's like I don't remember the exact person. no no no, no yeah, <laughs> you know exactly but but it it's no it, pleasure in those things. yeah it's like like at the end of the day it's like I wonder how much it like and I was thinking about this the other day when I was reading through all of our notes and stuff it's like how much does it break God's heart when we're when we're so like driven and motivated to like please people and like our hearts so connected to that instead of like connecting our heart to, like, God and wanting to please Him mm-hmm. and what that looks like. And I know that is such, that can be sound like such a blanket statement and so easy to, like, oh, but no, but, like, I, I just wonder, like, how, like, because I'm reading this book called Gentle and Lowly, trying to understand mm-hmm. Christ's heart for me. Yeah. And I'm just, like, reminded and overwhelmed with, like, His nearness to me and His heart for me and just being, like, um, like, I want you to, like, please me, so I want you to not, I want you to believe that I'm a good God and what I have is best for you. Mm-hmm. And so in the example that you're giving of a dating relationship, like I want you to say no, not because the man is leading this mm-hmm. way. And you're just like, sure, I, I want to make this man happy and give him my heart. It's like, I want to please the Lord. And it's like, how do I get there? Like, I want to like have that. Time. I want because there's a constant, like, I think like spiritual warfare to like get you to so fixate so deeply on like, winning the heart of man and pleasing man, especially in dating relationships. I've experienced that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if the guy's not leading one way, i will be like, oh, well, I want to please him in compromising, like you said, or in Mm -hmm. just like going with what he wants instead of like, well, no, like, what does God want for me and how do I please him in every aspect of my life?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think on that note, it's like, God is pleased with us. Mm -hmm. Like he delights in us. Mm -hmm. But I think the key to that is like, it has nothing to do with us in the mm-hmm. sense of like, he delights in us so much so that he gave us Jesus. Mm-hmm. And like, for those of us who like have Jesus, it's like, that's what God sees when he looks at me and mm-hmm. he like delights in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, yeah, I, I just think that's like such a sweet assurance. Mm-hmm. And so then now my like, you know, uh, proceedings in holiness um, or yeah, it is more so because of out of the delight of like, God, like you loved me that much, mm. you know, um, and you delight in giving me the desires of my heart. Like mm. this is your idea. Right. This is not me trying to earn any favor. Mm. And I think people pleasing kind of exposes like the spectrum of moralism mm. and legalism mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it just calls us to just a deeper gratitude mm. in holiness.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Emily, I know you had mentioned a little bit in your introduction kind of the season of life you're in right now and, you know, stepping away from your job into fun employment. I love that term, by the way. Um, but yeah, like sort of like what is God, where are you at now with people pleasing? What is God speaking into your life about this area of your life now and kind of what you've been learning through this struggle? Of
1: yeah, life? yeah. I think uh, two like key passages of scripture, or verses rather, Um have been in second corinthians 5 9 it says therefore we also have as our ambition whether at home or absent and in there it's talking about like whether we're here on this earth or the next life um we make it our aim to be pleasing to god Mm -hmm. pleasing to him um and i think about like man what is my ambition is Mm -hmm. my ambition in every endeavor like to please god you Mm -hmm. know to rest in christ and trust that like is pleased in that um and another another one that I've just kind of clung to as I've wrestled through this you know challenge or battle of people pleasing is um first Thessalonians 2 4 just like we've been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel so we speak not as pleasing man but God who examines our hearts Mm. because at the end of the day like he's the one we have to give you know account to right right so everyone else with their good intentions is going to have a plan for our lives or a relationship or whatever. Um, And at the end of the day, I'm accountable to Mm. following the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's what I desire in my heart. That's what I long for. That's what he's made available through his spirit Mm -hmm. and leading me. And it's like I have a choice to to like adhere to that voice and and listen and follow in faith um, or not you know, and consider other people's uh, trajectories or opinions mm-hmm. greater than greater than the one who designed me. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So those are, those are a couple of verses that I've just held on to mm-hmm. um, in this particular season of life. Um, after kind of putting my desires out there um, through a variety of things and and then good desires and then being unmet in the ways that i was expecting mm-hmm. um kind of uh being reintroduced to the desires of my heart mm-hmm. and i feel uh, my father god just being like child what do you want yeah. you know it's a simple question like yeah. what do you want pay attention to that yeah because i've made you and designed you in a particular way and yeah. fashioned you yeah. for a particular purpose and so um yeah, it's been a sweet, a sweet journey to yeah. just hear that whisper from yeah. from our father.
0: Yeah, such a freeing and like beautiful connection is like. Sometimes I find myself lost of like God. What do you want from me? And it's like mm-hmm. reflecting back into yourselves of like, what desires has He given you? Mm-hmm. That where has He gifted you? Where is He drawing you? And kind of trying to be more attuned to that, um, and pressing into Him, you know, through that uh, wrestling. And, you know, you know, one verse I was sort of thinking about and it came across as we were talking about this or planning out this topic was Proverbs 29, 25, and it talks about the fear of man laying a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. And I think that just really neatly summarizes all these kind of like roots and dangers and consequences we've been talking about of Um, you know, giving, giving man that power over your life versus like trusting in the Lord and the safety and the security and the freedom that you experience in, in that, in, in pleasing the Lord versus pleasing man. Um, And yeah, I really want to dive into this next direction here. Like I said before, Emily and I both grew up in the church. um, And I think for me, if I'm being completely honest, I had trouble drawing a clear line between serving, loving others, putting others before yourself, and people pleasing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's something you struggled with too. But like, how do you sort of navigate the the clear message of scripture being like, you know, sometimes you gotta sacrifice your own desire or for the sake of another person, or like putting, you know, your brother before yourself, and like the the kind of message is that way of like, oh, I'm just being the bigger person, I'm being Christ like, I'm being this or mm-hmm. that. Versus like, no, I'm just fearful of what they think of me. And I'm actually, mm-hmm. like, how do you how do you draw the line there? What is the
1: difference? Yeah, yeah, that's good. And it, I, that's like a moment-by-moment moment scenario, you know, mm-hmm. um, playing it out, checking, heart-checking motives like we were talking about earlier, about mm-hmm. people-pleasing and the motive behind that. Um, or rather, decisions, behind, or our decision, the motive behind our decisions. And realizing, like, is it rooted in people-pleasing? Is mm-hmm. it rooted in legalism? Is it rooted in all this? Growing up in the church, like there's so much extra biblical um, junk, mm-hmm. mess, you know. And yeah. so uh, it's just kind of like how to how to navigate that um, and filter it through the lens of what is true. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think one one thing with um, in regards to serving and loving others, it's mm-hmm. like stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much to be done. There's so much need. There's so much, um, yeah, just issues in the world. Right. Um, and so, but we all have a unique calling and purpose and role to play, um, in our spheres of influence. And I think, uh, a lot of times like much of the decade of the twenties is kind of figuring out what those purposes are, Mm -hmm. where do my desires Mm -hmm. and wants kind of mesh with a need that's, Mm -hmm. that's in front of me. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. where does that collision of, of love, you know loving others um like i love myself you know so um it's
0: mm-hmm. like where does
1: all that collide so we kind of go in and out of boundaries or we set them and then we don't follow through with right. them or people abuse them um and usually in the name of uh, like exploration or self discovery
0: mm-hmm.
1: um saying mm-hmm. yes when it should be a no or no when it should be a yes mm-hmm. um yeah so just those sort of things that like it Time kind of gives voice to an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we serve and love to meet a need, not necessarily because we're really the ones with the desire to love in that mm-hmm. particular way, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to like actually living into and exercising within our talents and our giftings.
0: Mm. Yeah, and I think the last thing you're talking about with serving is something that sticks out to me. And just to give an example, and just a disclaimer: I love children. I think they are a blessing from the Lord. I like, I like children, <laughs> but I think there is an uh, an example that I can give. Growing up in the church, um, there's a huge need for children's ministry leaders, people to watch the kids, disciple them, be with them, like young young children. And for me, I didn't know this yet. I mean, I was still trying to figure it out, but I felt this pressure to because I was constantly being asked. So I would I would serve. But I didn't feel like, one, I was doing it super well. I was just kind of like trying to make the leaders happy. And like, I was getting affirmation from them. And I was like, oh, well, I'm getting approval and praise from a not only a believer, but a leader in the faith and a leader in the church. That must mean I'm doing something right. You know, mm-hmm. I'm giving of myself, but I didn't feel super gifted in it. And I, and I struggled with that. And, I, and the only reason I kept doing it, to be honest, was people pleasing, was to, to make those around me happy. And when there were other people who were more called and gifted in this area when I could have been using, like, my gifting and calling. Like, sort of what you're saying is, like, what what is, what is my desire? Where has God gifted me? And navigating that is so tricky. And I think sometimes we can get, be stuck and stay in places because of people-pleasing mm-hmm. in the church. And there, it was hard to put a title to that exact feeling and situation. But I, I think looking back at it now, that's sort of what I had experienced
1: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. totally and it's Mm -hmm. kind of uh feeds back into that like cycle of people pleasing it's like okay Mm -hmm. that affirmation then keeps you in a particular Mm -hmm. role or whatever that isn't quite
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, isn't quite Mm -hmm. meshing with where the spirit might be leading you perhaps um Mm -hmm. and then but you become comfortable in that role and it becomes familiar Mm -hmm. and the praise helps a lot um But then it's just like with that, it makes it that much harder to step out of something Mm. and engage maybe in an area that is a better fit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Out of fear or discomfort. Mm -hmm. I mean, change is just uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. And I think um, another thing here we can sort of talk about is this, like, compassion fatigue or burnout. Ooh, is true. I guess if you had to put it, <laughs> put a put a word to what I was experiencing, and that's just one example. I know, like, you know, older there's like other examples of that as well. But um, people pleasing can lead to burnout, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever experienced that before, Emily. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh,
1: yeah. Burnout. Healthcare <laughs> professionals do not like the term burnout, and I realize I'm the one that suggested this term um, because it it implies like just this uh, machinery and mm-hmm. production of humanity and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's just like, yeah, it just we you become tired. Like mm. we become tired when we operate um, outside of those passionate passions and desires yeah. like, like this this work these yeah. these things are, are it's not it's not bad like right. it's god
0: designed right and you're meeting a need exactly. so you think that it's like this is good this i yeah. should keep doing this right yeah. you know and that's one thing i'm learning too now in my 20s i'm almost I'm literally like 25 next week i'm like hey smack in the middle you know so it's like still figuring this all out but I'm learning—the example of this podcast, it's technically work, right? Like, you're interviewing people, you're setting up, and there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on. But I'm energized by it, and mm-hmm. I love it. And I, like, feel like I like so I want to, like, stay up late and plan all these things, or I want to do—like, you're just, like, excited about it. So it's like I'm almost, like, working harder than when I was, like, you know, doing children's ministry or, like, serving children mm-hmm. because you're living into what God's gifting you and calling you into. Yeah, and I think um that you need to like it's almost like a place of like, okay, you stepping back so that this other person who's gifted with children can step in and do that. And it's like just reminding ourselves, like, like trusting God because He's gifted his his body in specific ways, the body of believers. And if we trust that and live into that, he's not gonna leave, you know, a huge uh opening here that nobody's gonna fill. Like he's mm-hmm. gonna call people to that area too. So we have to trust him in that. Yeah. Um yeah. And that's something I'm I'm very recently experiencing and learning, yeah, <laughs> with
1: this yeah. Podcast. and that's good. And I think one just caveat is like capacity. Talking about capacity mm. of human beings, and I think there are seasons and there are times when I have an abundance or an overflow yeah. to give in areas that don't aren't mutually fulfilling. Yeah, right. So I think there's time and seasons for that, um, and, and places for that, which I think is so key to just follow. The Lord's leading and check the heart, check the motive. Am I in this state of, like, self-preservation to where I cannot, like, I cannot even engage in anything that doesn't, like, Mm. satisfy me completely, Mm. you know? Like, so I think— like as millennial as fellow millennials. I don't know. Yeah, millennial? <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> I am. I I'm like in the middle.
0: I'm 96, 1996. None of us none of us can be boxed in like that.
1: So but it's like we have the yeah, this kind of like uh, luxury, I guess, of like, oh I can I can I can do anything that I wanna do, I can be anything I wanna be. Um and and that in itself is like is such a, a blessing and privilege to be even that, to like have that conversation mm. of like, oh I can engage with these things. Mm. Um that, that the Lord has created or designed me to do, like, mm. particularly in my, you know, current state of fun employment, um, <laughs> as deemed by my roommate, um, it's like, I, and I, it's like current stage of fun employment as my roommate has deemed, uh, I, I realize it's like such a, a blessing to be able to engage with the Lord in these desires, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I think it's, I think it's key that, that we pay attention to that, but not all of us have, you know, the privilege or the luxury or the blessing to be able to uh, really kind of like set aside certain things and press into those full force, you know? Mm-hmm. So like for you, like the podcast stuff, this is all extracurricular, yeah. you know, yeah. um, you'll love it and it's fulfilling, like you said, Um, but it's still, like you said, it's still, it's still work. It's still, um, taking a lot of energy and effort. And so, yeah, there's a, a stewardship of these desires that we, that we are um, responsible for. Yeah.
0: That's a great reminder. All right, Emily, as we kind of wrap up this, um, hopefully life giving conversation to those of you listening, what is sort of like your parting words, what advice as we're going through this journey? um, for healing and growing and giving ourselves grace through this, um, process of stepping out of people pleasing, um, what, what piece of advice would you give to those listening?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, as you said, um, it is a process of growth. Uh, I I daily wrestle with people pleasing, whether that's in the context of roommate situations or parents or whatever it may be. Um, so a couple things that I hold onto to is that it takes courage to live for an audience of one Mm. um yeah and so I would charge or challenge folks listening like live for the one who created you um who knows you better than you know yourself um better than anyone else could possibly know you because he longs to give you the desires of your heart and he's good in his intentions towards you um so yeah pay attention to those innate desires um, you know, within the moral boundaries of yeah, his word and yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, this is this is what I've found over the course of my life. The only consistently gratifying thing um, in my life has been when I have lived for Jesus mm. um, and to please him. Um, another thought um, is it's a battle. Uh, and, and there are so many voices speaking in. So waging war on like, cultures and voices whether that's societal generational family religion even our own voices that shaped you mm. shapes that shape us um they're that are not rooted in truth like wage war um with truth on those uh voices um yeah and this will take courage it will upset people you can lose popularity mm. relationships um may even change careers in the process um but the outcome will be that the person you show out to the world will shine as he or she was intended to yeah. to shine.
0: Yeah, and that's freedom. That's freedom, like living yeah. into freedom. And and I think yeah, um, when I have people please and I'm struggling with that, like especially now, is like at the end of the day, like God, it is for freedom that He sets us free. Mm-hmm. And I think this is just another another example of that of asking us to, to walk to walk into the light and and to walk. And what he has is best for us, which is a theme that I'm realizing is writing throughout each of these episodes. So just a great, great conversation. Emily, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. Be free, friend. Yes, be free, friend. Enjoy your fun employment days. (laughs) So so grateful to have Emily on the show, but thank you guys, everybody, for tuning into this week's episode. I would just love to keep this conversation going and engage with you guys. Please give me a follow on Instagram if you're not already Soul underscore Things underscore Podcast. You can shoot me some questions. I'm usually posting some encouraging content as well as just keeping you updated on new episode releases. Also, I'm going to be starting a monthly newsletter, so I would love to get you guys connected with that. There'll be links, uh, sign up links in the description. So please stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining me in this journey through navigating your twenties. I hope, and I pray that you guys feel cherished and encouraged and remember that even in the hard spaces, his grace abounds. See you next week.